0: We don't want to
1: then say the vaccine's not a big deal. Uh, just, you know, take whatever the government tells you to do all this, because we already talked about it a little bit and we've hinted at it. But I want to talk about somewhat of the conditioning that's taking place with more so than just what or we talked could about in the past. possibly
2: roll into the market. And it could be quicker it, than it, we it, expect. I, I, have yeah. no, I have little yeah. doubt that this is putting forth technology that will probably be used in the B system or lead up to it because it won't be a whole different system. You know, there's some concerns. And, and I want to and I want to say, when I look at this, while on one hand it's not the mark of the beast, guess what? All we need to be very, very careful as to where this is headed. Because right now, we just live in, the whole world, man, just kind of stopped when COVID came about. And then the whole world talked about who should be able to shop and not shop, you know? Who should be able to buy and sell and how and when and what, you know? And then you had many people, many, I heard Governor Newsom, who's in the midst of a recall uh, vote right now in our state of California, being interviewed, uh, being asked, do you guys look at this opportunity, COVID early on, as an opportunity to get a lot of things done, you wouldn't normally be able to get done. I thought he was just gonna go mom and say, well, next question, or, oh, you know, that's, he's like, oh yeah, of course, there's a lot of things that we're trying to implement now that we couldn't get done before, but now because this has given us an opportunity. Like, whoa, there you go, man. It's like, was it Rahm Emanuel who'd said, under Obama's administration, never let a good crisis go to waste, is it, it would be foolish to think that, you know, this devil's sitting back watching this and has nothing to do with, uh, you know, where a lot of this is headed. Because, I, you know, look, watch our videos. They sold their souls for rock and roll. Hollywood's Word on God that uh, Chad had just mentioned in the coming Marvel video. Uh, and by the way, I wouldn't be sitting here right now and Marvel could be done already, but we want to keep doing these shows as well. So I wouldn't be able to counsel people, like we mentioned earlier in the show, that I counsel I wouldn't be able to be a pastor if I just focus strictly on Marvel. And to tell you the truth, I don't want to focus strictly on Marvel in DC. It's just so depressing what a lot of those writers are doing. But we're we're getting closer and closer done with it, and we will have it done, Lord willing. I mean, our target date is definitely it has to be done before the beginning of the year. So our, our target date is is hopefully by the end of the summer or really close to that point. But I want to say this: uh, there are some concerns. Why? When you have Bill Gates involved, and Bill Gates, I mean, if, if you haven't seen our podcast on The Great Reset, if you haven't uh, saw what we talked about regarding the, 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 uh, the, you know, the run-up to the, you know, the, uh, what's being called the pandemic, uh, watch The Great Reset podcast that we had done. Uh, Gates is a, a chilling person, and subsequent to that, uh, we've seen that he's, he was hanging out with uh, Epstein, and we did a video on Epstein a couple years back before anybody was really talking about him, saying, watch out, this guy's a, a major wicked player. And all of a sudden, he's with him. And then it comes out by his wife divorcing that he'd get together with his girlfriend. It, it was an agreement they had, I guess. I don't know if she put that up, but it came out once a year. His ex-girlfriend. It's like this guy, you know, isn't all he's been cracked up to be uh, in the world's eyes. We've been watching him for some time because of his, po- you know, population control statements and so forth. Uh, but the Great Reset. And then it was in 2015. Some of you may have seen the video where he talks about how. You know, there could be this great big pandemic and we need to get ready for it. And so forth. That's kind of interesting that he's saying that. And then at the same time, uh, they patent, you know, crypto a currency patent that has to do with, you know, that will be uploaded for those who uh, accept this coming technology that they hope to put in place. Uh, you know, who's, what was it? W-O-W-O uh, 2020 uh, 060606 was a patent number and the published patent was W-O Twenty twenty zero six zero six zero six of this uh, and it hasn't been built supposedly yet. Hopefully not. But you know where's this all going? And why would uh, Microsoft, which was his Microsoft, right? And he's still connected to it, obviously. Uh, patent something that has to do with currency, right? Transactions and your body. That's what it's about. And that's the patent number. And when I see things like that, it's like, hmm, man, I'm keeping my antenna up. And then when I see this disease you know, just kind of funky, too, it seems like, you know, comes out of, uh, even the liberals were, that's another thing they lied about over and over again, and I say lied because they didn't give any credence to the idea that it actually came out of the Wuhan lab. Remember, the liberals, uh, most liberals in the media, that's they're making, like, a joke, and now they're saying, oh, it looks like it probably came out of the lab, you know, and now the debate is to whether, not whether it came out of the lab right now, most people believe it probably did, but whether it was man-made or not, you know, it's kind of interesting, Uh, and again, I wasn't there, so I can't say absolutely one way or another, but I have my concerns, but I do know this, with Gates, you put all that together and you put the idea that Gates also did, is doing something quite interesting with what he wants to do with the virus. And this is a secular website, this is a biohackinfo.com, Bill Gates will use microchip implants to fight coronavirus. You catch that? Now, we're not saying that's the mark of the beast, but can this become the harbinger? That's another question. Bill Gates will use microchip implants to, this isn't an article against Bill Gates, just the, the headline, you know, copy and paste the headline, man, boom, right here, you know, uh, uh, Bill Gates will use microchip implants to fight uh, coronavirus, and I'll just read, you know, first uh, paragraph or two, Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates will launch human implantable capsules that will be have digital certificates which can show who has been tested for the coronavirus and who has been vaccinated against it. So you want to know. This is going to say whether this might be whether you can go to the store or not eventually, right? Whether you've been vaccinated or not, right? The 64-year-old tech mogul and currently the second richest person in the world revealed this yesterday during a Reddit Ask Me Anything session while answering questions on the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. Gates was responding to a question on how businesses will be able to operate while maintaining social distancing and said that, quote, eventually we will have some digital certificates to show us who has recovered or been tested recently or when we have a vaccine who has received it. End quote. The digital certificates Gates was referring to are human implantable quantum dot tattoos that researchers at MIT and Rice University are working on as a way to hold vaccination records. Now that's MIT, guys. Okay. One of the most reputable, you know, uh, universities dealing with technology and so forth in the world. And they're working with Rice University and with, and they're being funded by Gates. Okay. Uh, to come up with technology to put in your under your skin to tell if you've been vaccinated or not. And the idea there is not only like to tell whether you've been vaccinated or not, but to tell whether or not you've received your booster shot and have you received the Delta booster shot. Oh, and now there's this new variant. We want to make sure you're up to date and you have this new booster shot. Oh, now there's this new strain and man, you got to make sure you get your booster shot. Oh man, oh great, you got the corona, you got the vaccination three years ago or whatever it is, but you're not taking the new booster shot because a lot of people, maybe there's been some adverse effects, we don't know what, right? Or you're just like, where's this going? And can that roll into, well, guess what? If people are so conditioned now to be accepted based on a, a chip, Which is so far. I mean, a few years ago, we said the world's going to have to be conditioned to receive this kind of technology. Years ago, people would just scoff at the idea of taking using this kind of technology. Now, it's like people are like, where can I get it? You know, because I want to buy. I want to sell. This is of great concern. Like I said, these are two different questions. Yes, it's not the mark of the beast yet. Ooh, man, but look where this could be going, right? And this is MIT News. So you go to MIT News website. And thank you, my brother, Andy, uh, awesome brother who uh, uh, sent me these links I'm reading from right now. Storing medical information below the skin's surface. The headline, wow. Specialized invisible dye delivered along with a vaccine could enable on-patient storage of vaccination history to save lives. Same article. This is MIT news, guys. MIT researchers have now developed a novel way to record a patient's vaccination history, storing the data in a pattern or of dye invisible to the naked eye that is delivered under the skin uh, the same the same time as the vaccine. So now it's just something that's going with the vaccine. Okay, it's the vaccine's usually an excuse to, put, to track your data. I, I, a lot of the elites are definitely salivated over this. A lot of them are like, oh, poor people, we want to help them not die. No, a lot of them are thinking, man, we can get control. Okay, if you don't know human nature, if you know human nature, that's how a lot of these guys, elites think. Uh goes on to say, quote, in areas where paper vaccination cards are often lost, Or do not exist at all and electronic databases are unheard of this technology could enable the rapid and anonymous detection of patient vaccination history to ensure that every child is vaccinated says kevin mchugh a former mit postdoc who is now an assistant professor of bioengineering at rice university now this is this is very very chilling because of where all this could be heading and by the way the title of the patent so i get it more direct it's called Cryptocurrency System Using Body Activity Data. So it's using your body to deal with crypto data and so forth. And this is just a launching pad. Uh, 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 I don't know, a couple months ago or so, Chad, I showed, maybe not even that long ago, I showed a, a commercial from Amazon uh, to the whole church, you know, and all of our livestream stream audience, uh, that just shows a gal named Zoe. And Zoe is in an Amazon store, and she's making purchases by just waving her right hand and they're talking about how great this is, the Amazon narrator, because now we can have social distancing. So this whole thing is allowing for this technology to be more and more accepted. And then uh, I went and started studying the background of that commercial. I had some pretty pretty chilling quotes. I didn't have time because I was looking at all this technology, different aspects of technology and that message that's prophetic. But, uh, But one of the things I found out by studying it was that Amazon is not saying, hey, look what we have and we've got this great technology. They're now trying to sell it to retailers around the world uh, to get this technology in all the different stores where you just use your hand and so forth. And that's not a microchip, okay? That's something different, but it's very similar. But this right here, we're talking about chips and we're talking about patents with 666 and then so forth. It's like, we'd be ridiculously, well, we'd be woefully ignorant not to say, wait a minute, you know, is there something here? And my heart breaks for people that are in prophetic systems which just ignore these things, for instance, many ah many post mills that believe, well, there's no Antichrist coming, many preterists, oh, the end times already happened, you know, we don't have to be concerned about the future, I mean, it sounds good, so people just swallow these these lies, uh, hook, line, and sinker. John wrote the book of Revelation in the 90s, brothers and sisters, how could what he wrote about in the 90s be fulfilled in 70 AD? It makes no sense at all, you know, and Irenaeus and Hippolytus, church fathers, Irenaeus the greatest or one of the greatest church fathers of all time uh, was a disciple of Polycarp who was a disciple of Apostle John and Irenaeus talks about how he wrote it under the reign of Domitian in the 90s it's about the future but many people in the body of Christ right now aren't even looking at these prophecies Aren't even concerned because they believe prophecy; they had already been fulfilled, or I'll be raptured before all this happens. So it's just kind of interesting. I don't have to be concerned about it. No, you need to be concerned because the rapture. You, you read the first 1,800 years of church history. There's no debate, pre-mid or post. The second coming was the second coming at the end of the age. So that's th- those are some huge concerns. Or our Amil brothers and sisters, uh, you know, allegorizing a lot of scriptures and don't even look. Many of them don't even look for a coming antichrist. But the apostle John said, "You have heard that the antichrist is coming." even now I are mean, in the world. He warns in First John chapter 2, Jesus said, when you see the abomination of desolation to his apostles, who were the leaders of the church and led the church after he died, and he said, teach what I've commanded you. The apostle Paul says that that we're to be aware, and he says, because he'll sit in the temple of God show himself that he is God. John the Revelator, in Revelation chapter 13, he'll, he'll, he'll cause people to, Take the mark in the right hand of the forehead. The warnings are throughout scripture and the church is missing it right now. And this is something we ought to be looking at. So I'm glad we're doing a more in-depth study on on the virus and and the vaccination and so forth. We believe, yes, the virus is real. We believe uh, the vaccination is not the mark of the beast. Has the vaccination saved a lot of lives? I have no doubt. I I believe, yeah, it probably has. Okay, so we're not saying don't get vaccinated. In fact, there's certain people, I've got to be honest with you. If, if if my mom had died, and you know she, I don't think she's been vaccinated, but if, and she's had uh, COVID, so hopefully she doesn't get vaccinated now because it would hurt her. But she's already she's already uh, immune to it. But if it would, you know, we had a baptism uh, just recently. Uh, not we did a couple in New York, a couple different groups. It was beautiful. But we had one just before that at Azuma Beach here in uh, California, and one of the gals, uh, Navy, uh, is is in the Navy, and and she's tearing just before baptism. And she's probably in her early twenties and just beautiful. Uh, talk about the, the the daughter of James and Veronica. You know, oh no, not James, not their daughter, but the, a daughter of a brother that goes to that that, that, that home fellowship. Wonderful brother. I met them. They're not only there but here. Great people. And she came and she was crying and she said that her mom or her grandmother, fifty-nine years old. That's two years older than me. Actually, a year and a month. In a month, I'll be fifty-eight. So just over a year older than me. Uh, she died of COVID. And she's in tears, and God used that to bring her back to Christ, she said. But she said she had no underlying conditions and she died at 59 years old. So let's not act like people aren't dying of COVID. It's a pretty nasty disease. And uh so those who believe, so if I have a brother, two brothers here, and one saying, you know, you know, I got vaccinated because I have these underlying conditions and I don't want to die, and praise God, I, I didn't get COVID, or I got COVID and it barely affected me because of the vaccination. And I'm not going to say, oh, no, you should have got vaccinated, you know. Maybe he's living because of that. Another brother here is saying, well, I don't want to be vaccinated because, you know, I've already had COVID. Or I have, uh, I have convictions. I have convictions about uh, the cells that were originally used in this particular uh, vaccination and so forth and so forth. I'm not going to say, oh, no, you ought to get it. Because guess what? I, the Bible says in James chapter 3, verse 1, that teachers will have a stricter judgment. I'm not going to have the blood of either of these guys on my hands by encouraging them to do one way or another. I wanna say you need to take it before the Lord, you need to do your own research, you need to study it, you need to be persuaded, it says in Romans 14, in your own mind, because this isn't something where a very clear scripture is stated, because this is not yet the mark of the beast. Can it become the mark of the beast? Hmm, I've got some real concerns, and we're saying them right now, and we're not bashful about it, because we'll, we'll stay on this issue. But, so what I'm saying is, this isn't something we should be divided about, we need to love our brothers and sisters do that. They won't even hear you if you don't love them, okay? You want people to hear your your opinion and, and your research, but, uh, the more you re- the more I research it, the more I realize that there's people making strong statements on both sides that sometimes have holes in them. Then there's people on both sides that have some legitimate arguments. But guess what? When it comes down to it, for me in my particular situation, having had COVID, it'd be ridiculous for me to take to take the vaccination. However, there's somebody else, and they're like, "Man, I got to feed my family. Everything else is not the mark of the beast, and I don't have any underlying conditions. And you know, I'm going to take the vaccination. You know." That, that, I'm not going to condemn that person and yell at them and be ungodly and get in the flesh. I'm going to love that person and say, okay, well, just make sure you pray through it. We want to love each other. and want to be careful that we don't lord it over each other. The Lord tells us as elders not to lord it over God's sheep, but to lead by example.
1: Yeah, and I think one of the big things, too, uh, is, you know, for those who believe this is the mark of the beast, the the reality is what you're saying then is also go to—don't Re- reverend stop at Revelation 13— when you get to Revelation 14, you see the doom of the beast worshipers. And so you realize
2: that anyone who takes that mark, there's no chance for them. Like, that's, that's
1: it. They've anyone been given who, over. Anyone,
2: everyone who takes the mark it says is doomed. That's why MacArthur was wrong to say that it, those who've taken the mark can, can repent later. That's why Tim LaHaye's co-writer, Left Behind series, Jenkins, who said that, yeah, if you've, got, if you've been saved, you can take the mark of the beast because you'll still have the seal of God in your forehead and you'll still be saved. These are lies from the pit of hell.
1: Yeah, no, these are really, really important because exactly what he's mentioning, this deception that people have that think that you can take the mark mark of the beast and repent later, that's that's just not a reality. That's not what we see in Scripture. Not because
2: God wouldn't accept repentance, but because when the mark of the beast comes out, remember, it's a judgment because they refuse to love the truth. God gives them over to the lie. And then when they believe the lie, there's, you never see them turning back. Because it says, those who took the mark of the beast, Revelation 16, they refused. They, it's, it's, a, it's a corporate group, refused to repent and give glory to God. So it doesn't show them repenting. So to act like you can repent later is giving somebody a false hope and actually potentially damning their soul.
1: Yeah, and that's that was the point I'm making, is the fact that if you really believe that, and then you telling believers that, oh, they took the mark of the beast through this, you're damning them to hell and saying without a doubt they are never going to come back because they've believed a lie. And to me, I think that's demonstrable uh, in terms of actually trying to convince people that this is without a doubt the mark of the beast because you are saying that anyone who took the vaccine is actually, guess what? They are part of the deceived. They are part of the deceived who have been given over to the lie because they would not believe the truth. And I think that is really heartbreaking because how could you have fellowship with someone that you believe is... Is like that that has taken the vaccine, but I, I really think this is really important for us to understand. Is that as, as Joe has mentioned, I think we've tried to uh, convey as much as possible. One is the fact that this is without a doubt, especially when you see what has happened. When I I just look at the comments on here, right, and when I see how much it separated people. If you don't think this is a great precursor for brother betraying brother, one day people putting you to death and, that's and thinking they're doing a service to God. You cannot let that happen. And I, I got to say this. if When the mark of the beast comes out, I hope there are some that, that you know, in captivity, they'll go to captivity. and There's some die by the sword. But I hope you will do more than just comment on a message board. If they, uh, this is the mark of the beast, because the Antichrist is revealed and the mark of the beast is happening, I hope that you will crawl on broken glass to stop the, your brother, your sister, your mother from actually partaking in if it. If you
2: actually believe that. Plus, by the way, if you're saying this is the mark of the beast, then you're also predicting that Jesus is coming back in around 1924. And, you know, and then you'll be wrong about that, too, if this is the mark of the beast. 2000, I'm sorry, <laughs> 1924. You'll, you'll, you'll basically be saying that he'll be returning in 2024 because uh, the Antichrist reigns for 42 months. And when he sets himself at the temple, it's sometime after that the mark of the beast comes out. And that hasn't happened yet. But if that has happened without him reigning the temple, and you believe it's allegorical. Well, then guess what? That means uh, uh, within 42 months of that mark coming out, uh, Christ would return. And actually from him sit in the temple. But you can't go by that because that didn't happen. So you have to go by the mark of the beast. And you have to count 42 months from then. And that means sometime in 2024, uh, you must believe that Jesus is coming back. But you know what? The, there's a lot of signs that still have to be fulfilled for that to happen. And you're going to have egg on your face if you're saying that. So we really encourage you to rethink what you're thinking if you believe it's the mark of the beast. And I will be strong on issues where I can see very clear biblically that something's one way or another. And it's very clearly not yet the mark of the beast. However, for those who say, oh, this has nothing to do with the mark of the beast, I'm saying, ooh, man, brother, sister, you need to take a closer look. Because it looks look, look at the technology that's being used. Look at the patent numbers kind of strange right here with, with Gates. the Microsoft, what, you know, uh, you know, what they deal with. And then uh, Bill Gates with, working with MIT and Rice University and trying to roll out uh, a, a chip of somewhat that would monitor people with regard to this thing. And putting all that together, you got to say, ooh, this is chilling, man. We're getting potentially closer. And I say potentially because I never want to all of a sudden, because guess what? Ten years can go by, and this could have just been a birth pain or this could be something real serious. So what I do is I try to be very careful because I saw a lot of people when Y2K was coming up and many of you were too young to remember that. I was but,
1: not, I was in sixth grade. <laughs> yeah, and then people were, it's the end of the world, a lot of
2: Christians, this the end, I think it was Chuck Missler too. This is it kind of thing. And he was a leading prophecy teacher. I'm like, I gave a message to my congregation. I said, brothers and sisters, this is not it. This is, you know, and all the computers were supposed to shut down, right? I didn't believe it, but I said, that could happen. I'm not a, 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 sac, a, a savvy tech guy, so I could be wrong about it. I don't know that, so I didn't speak much of that. I said this, though. This is not biblically the mark of the beast. This is not biblically the end of the world. These different things have to take place. These things have to happen. And I say, you know what's going to happen? When that date comes, even if all the technology, you know, the computers stop working and the world start, stop working to a degree, that's still not the end. But even if that happens, we'll just, you know, have a we'll have a barbecue together. Jesus says not to worry about tomorrow he's going to supply our needs according to his riches and glory and that comes back to the main key don't freak out don't fear Jesus said the hearts of many would fail them for fear of things coming on the earth when they see these kinds of things and heart disease because of stress is one of the main indi- uh, indicators of or I should say one of the main consequences of stress is heart disease but heart disease is like the main killer and a lot of that's fear of what's coming on the world and COVID and everything else when we see these things taking place, Jesus said that we're not to let our hearts fail us. That we're supposed to look up our redemption is drawing closer. That's why I don't freak out, you know? So my doctor, even then I've lost some weight since then, man, thank God, I need to lose some <laughs> more. But he's like, he's like, I was like 3'10", you know? And uh, I'm a lot less than that right now and I'm heading in the right direction still. But he told my wife and I, he goes, he goes, your husband's body is like a real specimen. I'm thinking, not because I look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. What's he talking about, you know? And he told me that. Then he told my wife that. And he said, my numbers, because my numbers are so good, based on they shouldn't be so good. But it's because I have the peace of Jesus, man. I have the love of the Holy Spirit in me. And you can have a peace of Jesus, love of the Holy Spirit, and have a messed up body, too. Look at Job. So I'm not saying anything there. I'm just saying, as far as my state of mind, I have the mind of Christ, man. I have my trust in Jesus. I, I look to him when I see when I see the waves. When he talked, he talked about the... The, the waves and you know, the hurricanes and stuff people's hearts we feel them for fear things come to the earth we can look at those things and we can look to Jesus and we can recognize that he walks in the water and we can walk in the water if he wants us to amen and those who keep their minds it says in Isaiah stayed on him he keeps in perfect peace so I want to encourage you keep your mind stayed on Jesus through all these things that we're going through and that way you'll be kept in perfect peace and also consider it this way this is man's doing man's rebelling against God is bringing about all this wickedness God is always good Okay? Always fix your, your faith and your, your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and know when these things are happening. God will allow these things to happen so we can get closer to him. That's his end game so that you'll know him and have eternal life and that you'll persevere in the faith. And that's, that's the huge key here. So if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ and you're watching this uh, and you can, you can say, wow, I'm, I'm glad for all this information. Wow, it's heavy. It's like the, the information will you no good if you don't know Jesus. You can, you can know Genesis 1-1 all the way to the book of Revelation. They have it memorized. The devil knows the Bible better than most people by far, but he's as damned as you can get. You want to make sure that you know Jesus Christ because Jesus said this is the eternal life, that they might know the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. You have to get saved. You have to recognize you're damned and doomed and under God's judgment and his abiding wrath forever unless you repent and receive forgiveness of your sins through his death on the cross because he paid for your sins and he rose again. We love you, but turn to Jesus.
1: Yeah, no. And, you know, one of the things I wanted to speak to as well, you know, uh, is the fact that there are people right now that are losing their jobs and so forth. We've talked to a number of people that uh, just recently praying with people and saying, hey, I, you know, I know what's in that thing and I don't want to get that. Uh, and my children are not going to be getting that. And so there is a lot of travailing. There is a lot of things that are going on in the body of Christ that people are saying, like, I don't want to this. To be in my body. I don't want it in my children's body. I'm not going to be doing it. So they are going to be losing their jobs and so forth on their convictions. And, you know, and we respect that and, and praise God for that. But I also, and I only got about th- three or four minutes with you, but there are people also that watch, plenty of people that are non-believers and they're seeing all this stuff go on and not really realizing the hand in glove fit with biblical prophecy. Yeah. And the reality is is that, as you said, these, this is man's doing. We, have, we see a lot of Satan's doing as well and him working into the scene. Yeah. And before it's too late for them, I'd love you know for just a couple of minutes for you to give them and offer them some hope for maybe even the non-believer who turned this on to see what are these crazy Christians talking about, the mark of the beast, and now they're realizing just the formula that Satan is using to deceive them and has been deceiving them as they're a child of wrath as, as, as they are right now.
2: Yeah, you know, and I already spoke to the salvation issue to a degree, but I, I will say this, and this is it's important that we understand that, that we are loved. I had a gal that, it's kind of funny you brought that up, Chad, because uh, after you had left and many others had left uh, Bible study last night, I was there at Bible study, uh, which we did on a teaching on the Holy Spirit, which is part two of a little series I'm doing. Uh, it was interesting because this gal came, brought by her Uncle Rich, and she's a very, very bright gal. I mean, she was like turning everywhere in the Bible and she'd never really done that before. She was like, Wow, well, I'm getting to know my Bible really quick, you know? And she was there, she said, out of fear, because she said she sees all these things taking place. she said, It looks like we're losing our country, you know? And she used the word fear. And she said that I have fear because my family, you know, where's this all headed and what they're doing, you know, and what's going on with COVID and, and she sees the abuses in the government and government control and so forth. And uh, I took her to a scripture, and I let her know that. And, and, and to be honest, I mean, because I gotta speak truth, and uh, you know, and I could hold things back, but to, to give you a little bit more information, I, I'm sure she'd be acceptable in that. And it's probably influenced the way I just kind of gave that salvation call. Chad was she was a little bit, not a little bit, but she was angry at God. How could God let this happen? And look what's happening! It's, it's, it's upturning my whole home, and, and our country could be lost. And she's saying these things, and really sweet gal you know, mid-20s, maybe 30 or so, about 30, I guess. And uh, I said to her, I go, I go, your thinking's wrong. I go, you need metanoia, you need to have repentance, you need to have a change of mind. I go, the thing is, is, and because she said that she had gone to like some after-school uh, program when she was in school and that she learned about the Lord and stuff a bit, but she got married and been married for several years since, and, and she's had her own life and just kind of put God in the back burner. I said, you're blaming, I go, don't blame God. First of all, I encourage you to memorize scriptures like God is good, or God is light in him, there's no darkness at all, that God doesn't change, that he's faithful, those types of scriptures, uh, that there's no shadow of turning in him. And I said, this isn't the Lord's doing, this is man's rebellion against God, what we see here uh, happening. I go, but I told her, I said, the problem that you're having is, is that you've pushed God aside from when you were a little girl. After you are a little girl, you pushed him aside, you you built your own little kingdom with your husband, children, I think she has one child, you're doing your own thing right now. And now your, your king is being shaken up and you're all of a sudden at God who you abandoned. He didn't abandon you. I, said, I asked her, I said, who moved? I said, who moved? You or him? She goes, I did. And uh, I go, yeah, you need to let him in. You need to have the mind of Christ and start seeing things from his perspective and what he says, because he's giving you this love letter. He didn't even have to give us, this to us. He's telling us what's happening before it happens so we won't fall. it says. And I go, you have a loving God that cares about you. You need to have the change of mind because you're the one that's off, not him. I just had straight talk. And I was talking to with her with Rich, her uncle. And, uh, and she said, you hit it spot on. That was after probably two hours of talking to her, hour and a half. We talked to her probably to about that point. And she, goes, she goes, that's exactly what's going on with me. And then we prayed, and she prayed that she'd have a change of heart, change of mind, and trust the Lord. Because I said, I know when you talk to your kid about God, you're going to tell him he's good, right? She goes, yeah, I go, you need to believe that, because you can't trust him unless you believe that. And we believe the very first verse of the Bible, God creates the heavens and the earth in the beginning, right? And he declares everything good in those first chapters. In the end, he makes a new heaven and earth, and everything's good. But only those who trust Jesus and follow him and have been cleansed by His blood of their sins and made new creations enter into that new creation. So make sure you do that before it's too late. And that's the main thing we need to focus on is have a relationship with Christ.
0: Amen. You've been listening to the Good Fight Radio Show brought to you by Good Fight Ministries. If you're blessed by this show and would like to partner with us, please consider visiting our Patreon page at patreon.com goodfight. Or you can write to us at P.O. Box 2202 Simi Valley California 93062 or call us toll free at one eight six six J C Truth. that's 1-866-528-7884 we hope you'll tune in next time on the Good Fight Radio
2: Show